This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. In the Joy Studios right now is a singer from South Africa. She is currently playing Whitney Houston all over the world. Now it's Melbourne's turn to experience the greatest love of all. It's a great live stage show featuring all the classic Whitney songs, a full band, full production, dancers. Welcome to Melbourne and Joy for the first time, Belinda Davids. Hi, Leo. How are you doing? This is your first time to Melbourne. It is. You it arrived is. from the Gold Coast last night. Yes. I know it's, it's a bit early to say, but what's your first impressions of Melbourne so far? Well, my first impression is this weather. I love this weather. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was looking forward to this weather. Um, so when I got to the Gold Coast, it was really warm and everyone was telling me, no, this is, this is really our winter here down here. So I was like, oh, no, no, I need to go to Melbourne. Yeah, it's um, very cold here at the moment. Yeah, so I haven't really done anything, but I'm, I'm excited to explore. You are from South Africa. I am. You have got six siblings. Yes, I do. Why did you know that? Oh, research, darling. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) He he just came out to my family. (laughs) There you go. But growing up in a big household, was it difficult? It was not difficult because I was the singer in the family. Mm. I mean, there was always music around, but I was the favorite of my grandmother. Right. I'm a grandma child, so I was the favorite and I was always spoiled up until nine years old. When she passed away, and then my life just went chaotic. Right, and then changed. I guess when you were growing up, what were your influences? I guess musically, growing up in high school, um, and we pretty much listened to everything. Sunday mornings was classical music, right? Um, and then during the week or on the weekends, my brother played all these LPs: um, Lionel Richie LPs, Teddy Pendergrass LPs, Goodness Shaka Khan, uh, Aretha Franklin. So these were all, you know. These are people that I grew up with. These are people that I listen to all the time, and even as an adult. Great singers. And I was also shocked to learn that you never actually had any vocal training. No, none. None whatsoever. Which is very cool, because having that natural voice and hitting those big high notes, it takes years to learn that. But if you're blessed with it, it's... Amazing, but it pretty much did take years. You know, yeah, it, it, it does. You you to find you yourself and find your voice. To find yourself and find your voice and practice. You know, and build and learn about your voice um, because you know now it's my everything. Fourteen years old in a band called Maiden Voyage. Yeah, oh, is my that right? Goodness. You're in a band called Maiden Voyage. I was in a band called a jazz band called Maiden Voyage. Yes. And you're doing gigs and club gigs, and you're doing like gigs for family and and yes. talent competitions. Yes. How was that for you, starting out and getting those early starts in the clubs and those live shows under your belt? For me personally, it was exciting. I that's all I wanted to do because the responses. I think I was feeding so much of the responses, the attention that I was getting for my talent and you know for the ability that I had. Otherwise, it was really exciting to even make a little money while doing it. You know, at such a young age because I started at fourteen and I was in clubs at fourteen from the age of fourteen um, while I was going to school and while I was working. You know, as well. So. 
yeah, it was it was really exciting. And that led you to releasing an album. You toured at sixteen, yeah, yeah. and you uh, had a song that was number one in South Africa for like six weeks. Yeah, yeah. Called We Go Together. We Go, to, we go Together. Oh my goodness! I couldn't Memorized. find it online, but um, yeah, yeah. And you also travelled the world. You went to Dubai and London, Hong Kong, performing in, in hotels and clubs yeah, and yeah, things. Yeah, I did. I did. What a great experience! It was. It, I think. I think all of that was a lot of. It was practice. That's what it was. It was the experience, you know, was was practice to the for this moment. And that leads to, I guess, opportunities because even moving to LA when you were twenty five, yeah, you toured with like Monica and Kelly Price yeah, and, and Johnny Cole. Gill, oh, and awesome. that must have been an amazing experience for a singer. And also touring with these these massive names that everyone knows. Yeah, it was it was absolutely amazing to have that opportunity. It came actually when I was performing at the Four Seasons in Los Angeles, um, and just to get just to get into the Four Seasons was a mission. It literally took me two years to get that gig. So I wow. was like submitting my CD, submitting demos, submitting a, a CV of experiences of what I've done over the years and that's what they wanted. And I got it eventually and that's when, you know, that's when the bigger opportunities came. Including this one, doing Whitney Houston. Including this one. Exactly right. And we're going to play a track, not from Whitney, but from Ms. Belinda Davids. This track is one of my favorite Winnie songs. And when it first came out, I was going crazy for it. I loved it. And it's a joy favorite. We love it here on Joy. This is Belinda Davids doing Whitney Houston. I want to dance with somebody. Now I know. You're enjoying. Friday morning show with Leo on Joy 94.9, Australia's only gay lesbian radio station. And my special guest this morning in studio is Belinda Davids. She plays Whitney Houston in the tribute show, The Greatest Love of All, in Melbourne tonight. Opening night. Are you excited? Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> you're on now. Right. Oh, there. Okay, <laughs> hi. Uh, I'm excited. I want to get in some kangaroo pockets. Exactly right. Now... <laughs> Whitney, um, Whitney passed away on the 11th of February 2012. Yeah. And I remember I was at home and my radio husband, Jono, who we'd, we'd do a show together, mm-hmm. and he texted me and said, Whitney's passed away. And I thought he was joking. I was like, what can't be? I get chills when you just, when you just said that. I'm yeah. Like, I get chills. Where were you when you found out that she I was, passed? I was at home. It was, it was like four o'clock in the morning and my friend out of America, she knows that I'm a huge fan. She knows I'm a huge fan. And um, she called me, didn't even text me. She called me and she said, B, well, she calls me, she calls me Lola, <laughs> but she called me and she said, Lola, Whitney has passed away I was like what so I was sleeping it was 4 o'clock in the morning I was sleeping I was like what no what no what no nonsense she was like yes check the news so of course I waited until 6 o'clock in South Africa to see the news 
And when I saw the news, see, I just I get I get so heavy hearted when I think about it mm. because when I saw it, something just lost. It just something just left me because this is this woman. She was like Michael Jackson for me. She, you know, because everybody knew or thought these two people would not die. They would not die. Mm. They they just have the immortal. They are immortal. Mm. They were so brilliant at what they did that it's not possible. And it came on and yeah, cuz th- this was this woman who who taught me about myself and my voice. She taught me technique. Mm. I copied her everything. You know, nobody I didn't have vocal lessons. I listened to Whitney Houston and I learned through her how to do how to use my voice and i guess watching shows like x factor and the voice there's so many young singers that have obviously studied her singing because yeah. you know she's an amazing inspiration yeah. and leaves behind this amazing legacy mm. did you have reservations about taking on this gig playing whitney i didn't i didn't have any reservations i jumped to the occasion when i was told that you need to go and do this audition and yeah i i literally had given my my baby boy was 3 months old when i got the got the call that oh, morning oh wow yeah so i went full force and i wanted to do it i wanted to do it and i wanted to get it because the producers spent 12 months touring the world and auditioning over 15,000 people yeah. in 12 different countries. So they wanted the right person. And of course, they found you. What do you think stood out for them when they saw you? What was your, what clinched for you? I think, you know, according according to Johnny, he I think Johnny is very, he's a perfectionist and he looks for little things you know because i couldn't believe it when i got it and when i heard it was out of 15,000 people i thought to myself well there has to be someone who really looks like whitney mm. and really sound like her but he was looking for little things you know it was you know according to him there was this detail in my voice that made it so much like her you know i, I you have to talk to him. Talk to Johnny. Ask Johnny what he wanted. And the rest is history because you were doing the show history, yes. and you were since 2012 you've been doing it all over the world. Yeah. Just come from a sellout tour in Cape Town in South Africa. Yeah. Now it's Melbourne's turn. Full production. you got band, you got back and singers, dancers, all the lights costume and changes, costume changes. Lights, video montages, everything. It's an amazing show. I haven't seen it. <laughs> oh yeah, I need to see it, but yeah, I haven't seen it yet. But uh, it's it's a lot of fun. But playing all those classic songs, I mean, what songs does one leave out in the show? Because there's so many great singles, and there's so many people's songs that people love, and also there's a lot of tracks that weren't singles that are fan favorites. You yeah. Know? Um, when we before we started the show, I think the songs that we picked for the show was across. From the time she started, mm. way up until the last album. So we try to get all the big hits. I promise you that when you come to the show next week, you will sing along with every song. Because every song that we picked, you know. 
everyone knows they are hits they were her hits i mean when i flew over from cape town from johannesburg to sydney i listened i went into the music list and there was her greatest hits and i listened to it and it literally is all the songs that i'm doing in the show wow so we picked it pretty good we picked it pretty good and there's there is not one bad memory in there during the show and i know you've been asked this heaps of times but your favorite Whitney song but i'm going to ask you as a singer and vocalist what's the song which you think <gasps> is the song that is really hard to sing or you had to really rehearse is there a song that's it's really quite challenging vocally for you there is a song in the show that is that is usually when it comes to that song i go oh god i Please. hope that i have <laughs> i have i hope i have the vocal Clarence ability to do that song and that's the third song in the show. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Right, because I mean watching Whitney's various live performances, I remember watching a performance she did of the song One Moment in Time, yeah, which was like climbing a mountain. It's an incredible song. It is. And I just think the notes that that she hits in that mm-hmm. song is mm-hmm. incredible and was I always love you of course, yep. but these amazing songs that just come to life in the show, whole new band dances and everything Mm -hmm. the show is on tonight at the Athenaeum Theatre tonight in Melbourne it plays right through until Saturday the 30th of May tickets are available right now through Ticket Tech Um, you go to the website thegreatestloveofall.com.au for all the details yes Thank you so much for coming in, Belinda. Thank you for having me, Leo. Belinda David, so Whitney Houston show starting tonight. It's going to be great. To have a great night, opening night tonight. Thank you so much. Wish you could have been there. I know. I can't I, believe I'm, you're standing I'm, me down. I'm going next week. We're literally. Lit- something else. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, literally, I'm, I'm seeing a gig tonight. A friend's playing tonight. Yeah. And then tomorrow, I fly to Auckland tomorrow because my mum's in Auckland, in New oh, Zealand. okay. So I fly back Thursday night. So I'm hoping to see the show on Friday night. Okay. So that's going to be good. So it's looking forward fun. to that. But have a great big night. There's going to be heaps of gay boys there. We love oh, our yay. divas. Oh, want to see my oh, boys. Exactly. And um, one song we love, Joy, is this one. Oh, I'm a this, woman. Is this not the theme song? <laughs> you enjoy.
This Joycast is a free service brought to you by Joy 94.9. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.